Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader. Happy early 4th of July. Um, I hope all of you have fantastic fun weekends. I hope you travel safely. I thank you for supporting Outkick. I encourage you to go subscribe to Outkick wherever you may find yourself on social media platforms, including YouTube, where we're going to hit 1.2 million subscribers. We love all of you. Uh, I love all of you, whether you're on Rumble, whether you're on YouTube, whether you are on uh, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you are watching these videos, wherever you may be listening to this show, uh, thank you for all the support that you show to OutKick. Um, Okay, a bunch of different stories to hit here uh, as we roll into the weekend. Uh, Supreme Court, big rulings. ESPN laying off a lot of big-name talent as the business continues to collapse. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, Musk and Mark Zuckerberg potentially going to fight in the Coliseum in Rome. Uh, and the WNBA, uh, a WNBA player said, our country is trash. Happy 4th of July from the WNBA. But we start, Supreme Court got it right. Um, I agree with most of the Supreme Court case decisions so far this term. Yesterday, we discussed the decision on affirmative action and why I believe that is the right uh, decision from a legal perspective. Today, we got, first of all, the student loan uh, forgiveness, the idea that the government was going to take on 420-some-odd billion dollars of student loan debt and add it to the national debt. I told you the moment that this came out. I said, this is unconstitutional. It's going to be struck down. And the Supreme Court... Uh, is then going to be attacked by Joe Biden, who is going to say this is illegitimate. Uh, The goal was to motivate young voter turnout. Now Biden will use the Supreme Court striking down, rightly, his unconstitutional act as evidence of why people need to vote in 2024 and maybe even use as evidence why the Supreme Court needs to be packed, why there need to be new justices added, Uh, But this is the right decision. Uh, If the Democrats believe that student loan debt should be taken on by the federal government, then uh, they should pass that bill. That is why Congress exists. Take it up in the House, take it up in the Senate, pass it, and allow everyone to be involved in the Democrat process. The president doesn't have the authority to do this. Joe Biden knew it. And this was about trying to give another avenue to attack the Supreme Court. Uh, the other decision that came down today basically had to do, and I'm, I'm simplifying it, with how exactly uh, uh, the requirements are, what the requirements are when it comes to website design. Uh, do you have to do websites specifically designed for gay couples if you don't uh, favor that in your own private religious beliefs. As a Colorado website designer, uh, they tried to order her to make the website for a gay couple. She said she would not. And this, to me, is not complicated, right? CNN, MSNBC, the idiots on The View, the usual suspects are losing their mind over this ruling, but to me, this is not complicated. Uh, I own a website, right? Uh, I, uh, or I used to own a website. I owned OutKick. I sold it to Fox. If someone didn't want to build the website for me, if they said, you know what, Clay Travis, uh, we hate what you write. We think that you're an awful, despicable human being, and I don't want to be involved in any way with designing a website for you, that should be their right. 
Uh, and, and the same thing would be true if it had to do with my sexuality or anything else. People who have talent should be able to choose how they decide to uh, use that talent. And to me, this is not remotely complicated. Um, there's a difference between having, let's say, a restaurant. Anybody who wants to walk into a restaurant should be able to eat in a restaurant so long as it's available and open to the public. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, gay, straight, whatever. As long as you comply with basic rules, right? You might have to wear a shirt, might have to wear shoes. Uh, remember the no shirt, no, uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. I mean, that's kind of commonplace, right? But as long as you are complying with basic rules that might be established by a restaurant, you should be able to eat there. But you aren't guaranteed to be able to hire the chef who works at that restaurant to come work at your wedding, right? That chef has the opportunity to decide whether or not he services you specifically. And, you know, this, this is relatively easy stuff. Like, I, I don't understand why this is considered controversial at all. Um, and it makes total sense. I'll give you an example. You can book me to speak, right? You can book me to speak uh, all over the country. I have given speeches. I don't have to go. And I don't have to go speak to groups that I would choose not to speak to. I also might have scheduling challenges. I might not have the time to be able to do things. When you have a unique skill set or a unique talent, you should be able to decide who you allow to pay you for your labor. If you have a business that is open to the public, like we, <coughs> for instance, if we have an Outkick store, anybody can come in and buy an Outkick t-shirt. But I don't have to go speak to any group uh, uh, out there. and We don't have to take our product and, and, and distribute it, right? So anyway, this is not complicated. I think the Supreme Court got both of these rulings correct. Uh, I would encourage you to go read them. Actually, very strong defense of the First Amendment in terms of individual talent being able to make decisions about whom they decide to endorse and not being able to allow government to force you to say things that you disagree with as a part of your job. So uh, I think that's important. ESPN, monster ESPN layoffs that are currently underway as we speak. Uh, and I'll just give you some of the people who have been laid off uh, so far uh, by ESPN. Uh, Jalen Rose, Jeff Van Gundy, um, Susie Kolber, uh, Todd McShay, uh, there is a bevy of people, Steve Young, who have worked at ESPN, many of them for a very long time, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson, many of them who have worked at ESPN for a long time and are otherwise being paid very well. Um, what's going on here? First of all, I've been fired. Uh, you guys know that. Uh, I started OutKick because I got fired by FanHouse. Um, it's not fun to be fired. Many of you out there have worked at companies where you have been fired as well. But I wish everybody there well as they uh, recover uh, from the, the, the firings. But here's what I think is important. The story here is ESPN's business is rapidly collapsing. And I've been arguing this for years. Some of you who are watching or listening to this now are nodding along because I told you exactly what was going to happen as cord cutting accelerated. Uh, basically, 
There used to be 100 million cable and satellite subscribers to ESPN's channel. Now we're down to around 70 million. Uh, And that number may well fall all the way to 50. It continues to accelerate. And as those cable subscribers come off the books for ESPN, their revenue is declining massively. They are not making that money back up in streaming. And I'll talk about that in a second. And simultaneously, all of the sports leagues are asking for more money for their sports rights. For instance, the NBA is coming up. Uh, The NFL just came up. And that means that ESPN is being required to spend far more money on sports rights at the simultaneous time that their revenue is collapsing from the cable and satellite bundle. That's a bad combination. As if that were not enough, they also are having to spend gobs of money in streaming and they're actually losing money in streaming. In fact, Disney, the parent company of ESPN, has lost $11 billion, that's billion with a B, so far in streaming. They've lost $11 billion. They haven't made money back at all. The profit margins at ESPN are getting squeezed and some people say, well, they're just going to pivot and shift to ESPN+. Plus." They're not going to. Streaming is seasonal. It is far less uh, profitable. And so far, we do not have the best available sports on there. But eventually, you're going to have to pay $200 or $300 a year for ESPN if you want to subscribe all year long. And you're still and you're still not going to get uh, the cable and satellite bundle, right? All this is collapsing. And so what's happening is uh, the business side is, is panicked and they are trying to cut tens of millions of dollars in yearly salary off of the ESPN books. And that's how you get the Susie Colbers of the world who've been there for a long time, the Max Kellermans, the Keyshawn Johnsons, uh, the Matt Hasselbacks, all those guys who make a lot of money are losing their jobs and ESPN's trying to save tens of millions of dollars. Now, simultaneously, they've hired Pat McAfee It's a tough spot for Pat McAfee to walk into uh, because a lot of these guys are getting fired and many people, we have a story up about this right now, online are ripping Pat McAfee and saying, hey, you're going to make $18 million a year. That's the reported deal. And all of these people who are making less than you are losing their jobs. Not fair because ESPN is saying, hey, we're going to make a lot of money off this new Pat McAfee show. They may or may not. I don't know. Uh, But... I never, never think it's fair when you blame talent for their salaries uh, as a condition of other people losing their jobs. For instance, Stephen A. Smith is among the highest paid people at ESPN. ESPN makes a lot of money off of Stephen A. Smith's talent. Uh, therefore, they're able to hire more people, right? First Take is a very profitable show. I'll give you an example. I'm at iHeart. iHeart is one of the most lucrative Sorry, the Clay and Buck show is one of the most lucrative uh, products in all of iHeart. In fact, they may make more money at iHeart off Clay and Buck than they do off any other show in the entirety of iHeart. I don't know. I don't see the books on everybody. They make a lot of money off us. That means that iHeart can invest and hire many more people as a function of how much money they're able to make off of us, right? That's how business works. The most lucrative and profitable parts of that business allow money to be spent in other parts of the business that may or may not make as much money. So I don't think it's fair uh, to blame Pat McAfee. 
But I do think the seismic structural attack that is currently going on against ESPN's business and Disney writ large is a big story. And I've been ahead of it, and a lot of people out there were like, oh, you're wrong, Clay. ESPN's making a ton of money. You have no idea what you're talking about. No, that's not true. ESPN's profit margin is rapidly declining. In the years ahead, they may well move into the red. That is where Disney is losing money off of ESPN, which is why on some level I feel like Disney may spin off (laughs) ESPN, maybe to a sports gambling company. I don't know where this is headed, but I know that ESPN's business is in severe straits, rapidly declining, uh, is not likely to be successful in the decade ahead, and I told you about a decade ago this was all going to happen. So I don't take particular joy in it, but if you go back and read everything that I wrote, ESPN has been a middleman for a very long time. The cable and satellite bundle was one of the best media businesses of all time in terms of profitability and how much everybody made, and now everybody's cutting their cable and satellite bill, and that bill is coming due, which means a lot more people are going to get fired even people that have been highly paid and highly touted uh, inside of ESPN. So that is the story about what is going on there. The ongoing layoffs, this will not be the last layoffs that happen at ESPN. There is more that will occur as well, uh, and things are going to continue to get worse in the cable and satellite media industry. Some will be able to stream, right? Some will be able to make the move to streaming. And I'll give you an example that I think is true. It doesn't cost that much to do MSNBC, CNN, or Fox News. What do I mean by that? You cover the news. You don't have to buy the news, right? You have to buy Monday Night Football to put it on. You have to buy the NBA. You have to buy Major League Baseball to put all of that on the air. It is very, very expensive to run a sports network. And what used to happen was ESPN was the middleman. When they had 100 million subscribers, everybody's paying monthly uh, cable and satellite bills. What ESPN would do was take all that money and then roll much of it into buying sports rights. Now their pile of cash is diminishing. Likely about half of all of uh, the subscribers are going to be out there in the decade ahead. You're going to go from 100 million to 50 million. And ESPN's not going to be able to afford the same quality of sports programming, which is going to further drive subscriptions down. And streaming is not going to save them. You've got two sinking ships simultaneously, the cable and satellite business and the streaming business. Right now, they still make money off cable and satellite. They make nothing off of streaming. Eventually, both of them are going to be money losers. And I don't know how this is going to come on. You've seen it on some level with what happened with the regional sports networks, right? Uh, When you think a lot of these teams are not getting paid now and the regional sports networks are basically bankrupt, I think it may end up being the case for ESPN as well. I think ESPN may be headed sooner rather than later towards bankruptcy. And right after that, we'll continue the discussion. But first, a momentary break. Uh, A couple of other stories out there as we get ready to roll in to July 4th weekend. Uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are potentially going to fight. Elon Musk tweeted that he liked the idea of doing it in the Colosseum. That is the Roman Colosseum 
which is funny in and of itself. I mean, we just got back from Rome. Uh, we were there in March. It was an incredible trip uh, to Italy. Uh, but a part of me wonders whether there's too much risk for Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg in terms of how much Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, SpaceX, and Tesla rely on these tech titans in order for them to potentially be uh, out and about um, uh, in this battle. I will watch. It might end up being the most lucrative fight of all time. I think a lot of you would watch as well. I just question whether it's ever going to end up happening because let's say that Elon Musk got choked out or let's say that Mark Zuckerberg got choked out or one of these guys landed a punch to the head that in some way impacted the brain function of what might go on with, uh, in terms of uh, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg. Their companies are worth trillions of dollars now. I can't imagine that they're going to risk those brains, which are the driving force behind the company's success. That's my thought in general. We'll see what ends up happening there. Finally, what an awful July 4th um, uh, presentation here. I don't know this WNBA player. Obviously, I'm not an expert in the WWNBA. uh, Sorry, in the WNBA. uh, But the Washington Mystics guard on the WNBA, her name is Natasha Cloud. She said in a tweet, our country is trash in so many ways, and instead of using our resources to make it better, we continue to oppress marginalized groups that we have targeted since the beginning of times. Black, brown communities and LGBTQ+, man, we are too powerful to still be attacking issues separate. So uh, the U.S., is trash she's also tweeted I feel like I'm going to see a civil war in my lifetime Um, so anyway uh, she is a 31 year old she claims that America is awful and she's not treated fairly and this is an impressive uh, environment and an awful place and I'll just say this as we roll into the 4th of July the United States is the greatest country that has ever existed this is my response to the idea that our country is trash It is the least racist country that has ever existed. And if you doubt that, think about all of the black and brown people who are risking their lives to get here. Uh, Asian people actually make more money, men and women, than any other ethnic group in this country. If America were a truly racist place, how is it possible that Asian people would be the highest earning in the entire country? Uh, There has never been a better place to live than the United States. We are the greatest, fairest, freest, least racist country in the history of the world. And I, for one, think that America is amazing. And I hope all of you have those same thoughts as you celebrate the 4th of July. Long weekend coming up. I'm going to go downstairs and start my 4th of July with a hot dog and a hamburger. I hope that you guys will do the same. Enjoy the cookouts. Remember to celebrate. Uh, all of those that have made July 4th such a fun and festive occasion as we all celebrate the opportunity and the joy and the good fortune that we all have to live in the greatest country in the history of the world. Happy 4th of July. I'll see you guys, unless major, major news happens, I'll see you guys uh, again on Wednesday. Love you.